When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, good morning. I uh, hope everyone's having a great Wednesday. It's uh, overcast here in the New York area, but either way, it's a great day. So welcome to the show today. We have a wonderful guest that we're going to be talking to. But before we introduce him in the topic, I did uh, want to let everybody know that Sustainable Success Facebook page, please take advantage of it. This is where you're going to find on-demand versions from past shows that you can listen to at any time. And we'll have additional content there as well as any questions that you have for our guest today or any guests from the past will be able to address at that time. So again, it's Sustainable Success on Facebook. Please come and like and follow us there. Also, I did want to let you know uh, that we are going to be, Sustainable Success will be present at the Master Your Success workshop event in New York City on October 28th. That's uh, Saturday. It's at a secret location. Now, we're going to be having Laura Lagemeyer from The Secret uh, Vishal Margeria and myself, including some other speakers that will be sharing the secrets to success, not only for money, but also for other areas of your life. If you're in the area, please take advantage of it. And if you act now between now and October 27th, you can bring a guest as added value. With that being said, we are going to be talking about why you are a masterpiece in progress. This is a great topic. And we have a wonderful guest today. His name is Jeff Steinberg. And before I introduce him, I want to give you a background about uh, who Jeff is. Jeff calls himself a masterpiece in progress. Yet to see him, he looks anything but, but a masterpiece. Born in August 18, 1951, he was born what we call handicaps. He had no arms or hands and had malformed legs. But he refused to quit. He is quick to tell you, I made to be awesome and wonderful. Jeff is living proof of that. The difficult we do right away, the impossible takes a little longer. He's a highly sought keynote speaker, humorous, comedian, author, and singer. And almost for 45 years, he has offered a most unique challenge. The least likely person can accomplish the most extraordinary things in a most unusual way. He offers consulting regarding disability and accessibility issues, and it's not just enough to just know the rules. Also, it should be noted that Jeff it was the 13th inductee into the Good Shepherd Hall of Fame for persons with disabilities for his achievements in the field of music. And he is also the uh, recipient of the prestigious 2015 Artist Music Guild Heritage Award for Comedian of the Year and a nominee in multiple other care categories. I would love to formally introduce you today to Jeff Steinberg. Jeff, how are you doing today? Man, if I was doing any better, I'd be you and we'd be twins. All right. Love it. See, we're already starting off with some good humor today. So, I, you know, Jeff, I wanted to let the listeners know when we look at why you are a masterpiece in progress, I wanted to, when you think about that, you really got to know who you are. And would it, if you could share with us why we need to know who we are to be, you know, to find the masterpiece in progress within ourselves, 
Can you share that and perhaps a little bit of your own personal experience? Chris, my life has, uh, my, my life is, is my teacher and, and, and the fact that I know that I am made to be awesome and wonderful. My physical disabilities, my circumstance, we all have a backstory. We all have a circumstance. The problem is that many people look at their circumstance and start to whine about it complain about it, and even blame their circumstance for their failures. I chose to take a lasso and rope it, ride it to success. I believe that our circumstance doesn't define me, but given an opportunity and a choice, my circumstance will refine me. I believe that we need to know who we are. I, th- I think that that's one of the first questions anybody needs to ask themselves if they're going to uh, if they're going to be a success. You got to know who you are. I was born with no arms and malformed legs. My mom didn't know about my disability until I was 17 months old. Um, my father kept it from her. The doctors kept it from her because they weren't sure if I was even going to live. Um, my mom didn't. Uh, my grandmother told my mother. She said in her Lithuanian accent, she said, Ruthie, he's alive. And it was at that point that my mom realized. Uh, She saw me for the first time when I was about almost two years old in a children's welfare shelter. Um, When I was two and a half, I was placed into the care of the Shriners Hospital for crippled children in Philadelphia. And there, over the course of about five and a half years, I had surgeries uh, on my stump, on my shoulders, I, I had surgeries to straighten my legs to fit me with uh, braces and with uh, artificial limbs. I, uh, I learned to do all kinds of things with my feet. I learned to write with my feet. I used to suck my big toe. Chris, can you suck my big toe? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, even, uh, I even learned to feed myself with my feet. Um, you, you ought to try that. It'll add a new dimension to the taste of your food. I, I, uh, I had about 35 plus operations and over the course of about uh, five and a half years at Shriners Hospital. And then one day the doctors came and they said, Jeffrey, we're going to send you home. And I thought I was going to get to be a brother and a, a, a son and a grandson and a, a neighborhood kid and all do all the things every other kid got to do. But uh, it just didn't work out because my mom had a hard time taking care of me and three girls. Uh, it was obviously the girls that were the problem, but uh, you know how that goes. <laughs> it's always the girls. Um, so after about nine months, I was uh, taken to... Uh, a foster family, and I lived there for about eight weeks before my dad came and my mom came to pick me up and took me to about 63 miles away to the Good Shepherd home for kids with disabilities and elderly people. And I remember very distinctly looking out the window and watching them as they as they walked to that orange and white 1959 Pontiac sedan. And I remember saying to the window, I'll be good. Don't leave me here. I'll be good. But don't get me wrong, folks. I'm not to be pitied and I'm not to be felt sorry for because, you see, it was because of that 
but I met people who came into my life who taught me what it is to be a masterpiece, that I really am fearfully and wonderfully made, and that I have possibilities and potentials, that all that I can be, I can be. You have potential, and you have, and, and you have possibilities. The question is, what are you going to do about it? The question is, are you going to blame your, your circumstance, or are you going to take it to success? I've put on stages across the globe. I have performed for audiences of thousands, and I've performed in boardrooms with, you know, tens. Uh, I've, I've been privileged to be on national television, and, and yes, I've won a few awards, but the truth of the matter is it's not about the awards. It's really about making a difference in the lives of people, and that's what I'm about. If all you're doing is making money, if all you're doing is just doing cash, then you're missing the point. Um, Jeff Steinberg is about touching the lives of people and make, helping them to see that, that, uh, that you have potential. Don't waste it. Make it count for something. I'm married. I have four children, eight grandchildren, one on the way. Um, I am a singer. I'm a comedian. I'm a humorist. I'm an author. I'm a, I'm a speaker. I'm incredibly talented, very, very cute, and mostly humble. And if you don't believe me, just ask me, and I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is incredible, uh, Jeff, where you've, where you've came from and where you are and you know, how you turned something that most people would look at, you know, a disability or a negative into a positive. And that's why it's so important to really accept who you are. It's not to accept your limitations. It's not to accept the, you know, the inner critic chatter on the negative side, so to speak, but to really get to the pro, get to the root cause of what's holding you back to truly find your purpose of who you are and to accept who you are, to love who you are. And it sounds from, you know, from the story that you just shared about yourself, that that process took you there. And, and well, that, it's, it's amazing, Chris, because it, it's amazing, Chris, because, because what I've learned is that in the area of business and success, you know, and, and, and that's what we're talking about today. If you're going to be a successful businessman, if you're going to be a successful salesman, if you're going to be a successful person, then you gotta, you got to get rid of the stinking thinking, as Zig Ziglar put it. You can't look in the mirror and say, God, you got it wrong. You got the wrong person. You made a mistake. You blew this. Because the truth of the matter is, if you don't like who you are, you're never going to sell anybody on what you have to offer. And that's a fact. The first thing we sell is ourselves. The first thing people see is your attitude, your smile, your comfort level as to who you are. And if they like you because they believe that you're confident in who you are, then they'll like and trust what you have to offer or what you have to sell. And that's, that's what I believe in. I believe that a lot of times we teach things about salesmanship, but it's all about fake it till you make it, as, as one person so aptly put it years ago. 
And eventually, that falls apart. I love being who I am. You know, I've had people who say, well, I'm going to pray for you that God heals you. Well, the truth of the matter is I'm not sick. And who I am is exactly who he made me to be. And who I am gets me the platform that I need so that people can look past their own limitations and say, I can move forward with what I've got because look at what he's doing with what he has. No, it's so true. It's it's so important, you know, that, that you know who you are because so many times people live their lives to what other people define who, who they are or they want to live up to somebody else's expectations. And we're all dealt different things in life and it's what we make of it. And with anything, what could be looked at as a negative, we could always turn into a positive. And like you said, when, when we, we could be authentic about it, and really be true to our purpose, that's when you really add value and help other people. You're able, that energy just goes right through them in a positive way to get them to really start changing within themselves. And it sounds like exactly what you've done. Can you talk to the, to the, you know, the listeners here and then also the people that will be listening on demand that may be struggling with figuring out who they are? What would be some suggestions that you could provide to them where they can be start to really get in tune of who they really are? Well, it, it starts by looking in the mirror and it starts by looking deep down into your own, into your own spiritual life, you know, and, and I'm, I'm not going to be preaching, but the fact of the matter is if you separate your spiritual life and your, and your moral life uh, from your business and public life, then you're 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 skipping yourself. You know, uh, I believe that God made me who I am. I don't believe that I'm a mistake. I don't believe that there was any kind of an accident. It doesn't matter what drugs were a part of the package. Uh, I believe that that when he closed his eyes and he said, "I'm going to make a Jeff Steinberg," the first thing he said was, "He's going to be a lunatic." Uh, you know, and oh by the way, he's going to be different from everybody else uh, because I have something I want to say to people. And that is, you are fearfully and wonderfully made, and I don't make mistakes. And 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 that's part of this whole thing. I I realized that my my father used to say, Jeffrey, the difficult would do right away. The impossible takes a little longer. If if we are if if, if we are to be a success, as Shakespeare said. To thine own self be true. You gotta be honest. And you gotta be honest about your talents, your abilities, your 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 look, your presentation. And if you're honest with yourself, then others can be honest with you and they, they can see that honesty and they can see that comfort level. Um I love being who I am. I'm, I'm a crazy guy. I, I meet kids all the time, little kids and big kids. And um, I had a five-year-old that came up to me and he looked at my hook and he he pointed to my hook and he said, to, he said, why don't you have any hands? And the mother was like, Pant, you know? And I said, I said, because I used to bite my fingernails and one day I went too far. 
<laughs> and he's, he's, he's in trauma therapy now, you know, for yeah. the rest of his life. He's going to a doctor or something. But he's got well, perfectly manicured. You know, I, um, I had one kid come up to me and he says, are you Captain Hook? I said, no. I said, he's my cousin. You know, I, I have learned that being fearfully and wonderfully made is not, it, it, it's not just a slogan. It's not just yeah. a verse in, in the Psalms. Being fearfully and wonderfully made is an attitude. Yeah. An attitude, attitude determines attitude. No, that, that, that's so true. Uh, we, got, we got about 10 seconds to break, Jeff. We're going to continue where, but I love how you can really use humor in really, you know, getting across to people. And I think it's so important that we can be humorous and that's a really great way to connect with people. And we're going to be right back. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We're with Jeff Steinberg and we'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Do you believe that being fit is difficult? Do you think it requires turning in your favorite comfort foods for boring chicken and broccoli and spending hours in a gym? It doesn't. Tune into Have It All with Devin Alexander. Devin and her guest experts will show you how you can have it all at any age, from relationships to money to thinking bigger than you've ever imagined. Devin will fast track your goals to yummy reality. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're uh, talking with Jeff Steinberg today on the topic of why you are a masterpiece in progress. And Jeff has an incredible story because he speaks from personal experience. So if you're just joining us, we were talking about the concept of who you really are and why you need to get in touch with really who you are. 
In the second segment, we are going to be talking about why are you here? And Jeff's going to share some valuable insight and wisdom from his experience and what he does working with others as well. So, Jeff, tell us a little the listeners that are here today, as well as those that will be listening later on demand. What is it meant by why are you here? Can you give some people some feedback on that that could help them understand that? Well, I... uh I, I started to um, I, I started to to uh, think about these four questions because of a story that I was told years ago, uh, a couple of years ago, by uh, a speaker about a rabbi who, when he approached, this is like eighty nine years after the time of Christ, when he approached the gates of of uh, Tiberius, uh, he overheard a guard looking down who said, "Who are you?" And why are you here? And the, the rabbi looked up at the guard and he said, Who, what's your name and how much do you get paid? And the guard looked at him rather surprised and he said, My name is Cassius and I get paid two denarii per day to stand watch over this gate. And the rabbi looked up at him and smiled and said, Okay, Cassius, today's your lucky day. He said, I'll double your pay if every morning when I leave my front door and every evening when I return home, you ask me those same two questions. Who are you and why are you here? In order to find success, I believe you have to also define your purpose. If your purpose is to make money, if your purpose is to sit in a certain pew in church, if your purpose is to do the same thing you do every single day and to uh, maybe have a family or whatever. The problem is that a lot of people, they have defined their, their reasons based on their habits. You know, well, I've done the same thing I've done every single day. I go to work. I come home from work. I, you know, yada, yada, yada. And the problem is, if you do the same thing you've always done, the same way you've always done it, and expect different results, it's the definition of insanity. I believe that we need to look at what we're doing and why we're doing it, you know. And uh, there's a story that... Uh, Actually, it's, it happened to me. Uh, about 2005, I went to England. And I, uh, the gentleman who booked me on this tour, uh, in his infinite wisdom, decided that part of the tour should be a, uh, a stop at a men's maximum security prison. And I have a song that I do in concert uh, that was co-written by Barry Manilow and Don Koch called It's a Long Way Up When You're Coming From Nowhere. And there's a line in the song that says, you got to fight a little harder, you got to push a little more, you got to give it everything you've got to get you through the door. Well, I come down in the audience when I do that. And when I get to that part, I find somebody that I can, that I think is a great target. And I'll say, you got to fight a little harder. You got to push a little more. And with my shoulder, I'll kind of bump up against them. You got to give it everything you've got to, and I'll push a little harder, you know, to get you through the door. Well, there was this one gentleman on the aisle, a prisoner on the aisle, about four rows back. 
and he looked exactly like the actor, the late Michael Clark Duncan. Remember him from The Green Mile? This guy had arms the size of tree trunks, and he had his T-shirt wrapped around a pack of smokes, and he had his arms crossed and this look in his eye and his face, and he looked at me as if to say, don't even think about it. So I didn't. I didn't think about it. I just walked right up to him. I said, you got to fight a little harder. You got to push a little more. You got to give it everything you've got. And I just kind of pushed and everybody around him went, ah. And I realized at that instant that I had just pushed the baddest man in the prison. And it probably wasn't going to end well for me. So after what seemed like forever, it was really only about uh, a few beats in the song. All of a sudden, the biggest, widest, whitest grin came across his face. And I, this voice in my head said, gotcha. So at the end of the presentation, I did something I almost never do. I threw it open for questions. And immediately his hand went up in the air. Well, I, and immediately I looked across the room and went to somebody else because I really didn't want to deal with him. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> but the hand stayed. The hand kept going up. And finally, I had no choice. And I nodded at him. And he said, why are you here? And I said, because I want you to know that in this place, God cares about you and knows who you are. He said, no, 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 no. He said, why are you in my prison? And I looked past him. And Chris, I only had an instinct. And I said, sir, I said, do you see that window behind you with the bars? Yes. Do you see that fence with the razor wire wrapped around the barbed wire? beyond the window with the bars? Yes. I said, in about 40 minutes, I'm going to be on the other side of that fence. And I said, you're still going to be here in a 12 by 12 cell. So I'm going to level with you. I'm here to tell you that you can go back to your 12 by 12 cell. You can look in the mirror over the sink beside the toilet in that 12 by 12 cell and you never ever have to be reminded of the man that brought you into this place, that you can be a masterpiece, that you can be a different person, that you have something special. You're fearfully and wonderfully made, but you got to embrace it. I believe that once you know who you are, once you know you have potential, it no longer becomes an option. It becomes a mandate. So all that I can be, I must be. Remember in the first per, in the first point, know who you are, I said all that I can be, I can be? Yes. Well, the second part of that fits this point. I must be. Because to settle for anything else is to settle for less. And you and I both know, Chris, and your audience knows, to settle for less 
can never be good enough. We've got to give it the best we have. We've got to present our best look, our best attitude, our best presentation, our best product, our best heart and soul. Because only then can we be sure that we've laid it all out there. And whether whether the person we're selling or the person we're caring about or the person we're ministering to or the person that we sit beside at the office or the person that we that we play ball with on the on the on the court, um, or the person that we love, the only way that we know that we can make a difference, that they can walk away and do the very best that they've got, is to know that we've given the best that we have. And sometimes, sometimes we get hurt, and sometimes, you know, and most times it makes a big difference. Um, a number of years ago, I chanced to sing for a conference, and I'm going to tell that story in the next in the uh, in the final segment. But I sang for a conference that got me invited to do a series of schools in the Pennsylvania, Northampton, Lehigh, Lehigh County area of Allentown, Pennsylvania area of Pennsylvania, and uh, and 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 there is a there's a difference that we make in the lives of people. Even if we're selling a product, they know by our presentation and our attitude, they know that when we've presented our best, that it's more than just selling a product. It's making a relationship. And relationships is what it's all about. I trust you because I'm confident that you have been honest with me and because you have given me the best you've got to offer, I can believe that the product you have to sell is worth my time and effort. And, uh, and that's, that's really where it all comes down to. Um, I, I had to drive. I was 15 years old. I wanted to drive a car in the worst kind of way. And if you ask some of the people who travel with me, they'll tell you that's exactly how I drive, in the worst kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) But I've driven all over the continental United States and Canada. I've driven about four and a half million miles in my career. And uh, I remember uh, walking into the to the state police barracks and I read as a, as a 19 year old young man and, and, and I laid my driver's license on the, I mean, my application on the table. And I said to the state trooper that looked at it, I said, here I am, I'm ready to take my test. And he looked at the application and then he looked at my hook and he looked at my legs and he looked at me and he looked at the list of who was next on the list to, to, to take the next applicant, and you could watch the color drain from his face as he said, picked up his clipboard and said, let's go. And we went outside. We got in the car, and you know you're in trouble when the, when the policeman counts the wheels on the car to make sure there are four. <laughs> he got in the car, and I got in the car, and off we went. I did the, the course. You know, the figure eight, the serpentine, the U-turn. And in Pennsylvania, you're required to do what is called a K-turn. That's basically what some states call a three-point turn. You turn to the left, to the curb opposite you, 
but you don't touch the curb. You back up to the curb behind you, but you don't touch the curb, and then you complete the turn. It's a three-point turn, and you have to be able to do that in order to get your driver's license. Well, I did. In a uh, 1969 Chevy Malibu, and then he said, let's go out on the highway. And I'm like, what? He wanted to take me out on US-22. Well, US-22 at that time had some of the shortest entrance and exit ramps anywhere. So if you're not doing 65 by the time your nose gets on the ramp, off the ramp, you will be by the time your rear end gets off, or you're going to have a car in your, in your truck, you know? And so uh, we drove all around the city. And then we pulled in, and he looked and he wrote in his clipboard, and I looked at him, and I said, well, did I pass? Did I pass? And he looked at me kind of Nixon-esque, and he said, you passed. And apparently he had, too, because I noticed there was a spot on my seat. (laughs) (laughs) He later told my driver training teacher, he said, I've tested a lot of kids. And he said, this one's the best I've ever tested. I was consumed with the fact that I had to be independent. And because I was willing to do the diligence and be the best and do my best, I got to be a driver with an artificial arm. I had to fight state congressmen. I had to fight my parents. They didn't want me to to drive a car and, uh, you know, but back to what my father said, the difficult we do right away, the impossible takes a little longer. And that was my attitude. I can do this. I will do this and I will be good at it. I've been, uh, this year, October 27th, I will celebrate my 45th anniversary of being on stage, speaking to audiences, singing, making people laugh. Uh, I, I will celebrate 45 years of doing what I love to do. And, uh, and I just can't wait. You know, it's, it's exciting. And uh, I, I'm hopefully going to get more opportunities and, and, and bigger opportunities because I've got, I've got a job to do, and that's inspiring you to find the masterpiece in each of us, in you, in you, and you, and then having you walk away saying, wow, I can be more. I can do more with what God gave me. That is so powerful, Jeff. I mean, I if if anybody's listening to this or will be, you got to get go back and and hear this over again. This was a powerful story and some key uh, nuggets of wisdom for those that are trying to search who they are and why they're here. You've heard it right from Jeff's personal experience. And Jeff, what, what? I love about it is what? you talk about us uh-huh. not striving to be mediocre, but to strive to be our better selves. We're not looking to compete with one another, but just being a better version of ourselves each day as part of the process, and it's a progress towards the masterpiece. That's what I love about it. Yes, absolutely. So we have a couple minutes. uh, We have a little less than a couple minutes before the next break. Can you summarize again some key points here for what you've talked about, what the listeners can take away from why are you here and how that relates to who, who they are. 
it's it, it, I was going to say it's simple, but it really isn't simple. If you're going to be the best at who you are, it's going to take work. And, and it's not a 50-50 proposition where you give 50 and somebody else gives 50. It's 100%. If you're not all in, if you don't present your very best, then everybody loses. Because it's, half-heartedness doesn't work. Why are you here? You know, um, all that I can be, I must be. To settle yeah. for anything else is to settle for less, and less is never good enough. Um, the story, the, yep. the, 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 there are stories down through the ages of the least likely person accomplishing the most extraordinary things in a most unusual way, and all because yep. they were willing to put themselves into it. You know, you go back into the Bible, you talk yep. about a teenage boy like David, uh, you know, uh, who who slew a giant? Well, we all have giants. We all face those kinds of giants. All that I can be, I must be. I love it. I love it. We're going to be, Jeff's going to be sharing some more great insight when we come back. You're listening to the Sustainable Success Radio Show. We'll be right back after the break. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America.
are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. We're here with Jeff Steinberg, Why You Are a Masterpiece in Progress. And if you're just joining us, we have been talking to you about becoming your own masterpiece that's in progress. And we discussed about who you are and why are you here. These are important components to really form the masterpiece of your of your true self. So going into this segment, Jeff, I there are some other areas that people would like to hear about. You know, what do you stand for? We know who, you know, we when we know who we are, when we know why we are here, then next question is, what do you, what do we stand for? If you could address that for the audience from your own personal experience. I believe that we have become so politically correct and so charged with worrying about how people think, you know, what people think about us. And, 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 and you hit the nail on the head in the first segment when you said about, about, um, about gauging ourselves based on the opinions of others. You know, well, somebody, you know, my mother looked at me and she said, Jeffrey, she said, you can't get married because you don't have any arms and your wife would have to take care of you. Uh, you know, well, guess what? We, we take care of each other regardless of what our, our strengths and our limitations are. Um, but we have to stand for something and we have to know that the platform we stand on not only includes our passions, and, 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 and you've got to have those passions. For me and my wife, we are, you know, I'm passionately in love with my wife. My wife and I, we are passionate about our relationship with each other. But she'll be the first one to tell you, Chris, we don't agree on everything. She is my best friend, and we are passionate about each other. And sometimes we're passionate about what we disagree about. But we yeah. never let it get in the way of our passions but we take a stand on things that we believe. And sometimes it includes our passions, and sometimes it includes taking a position that forces us to say no. Now, there are some people in our audience who are doing things that they hate, and they're never going to be a success doing what they're doing because they're, they're bumping up the defi- against the definition of insanity. The bottom yeah. line is they're doing the same thing they've always done, the same way they've always done it, and expecting different results because they're not willing to admit that here's where I have to take a stand and find what you love and find what you're good at and find what brings you uh, the joy and the relationship that you have. You have to not. You have to take a stand. I had a lady come up to me recently at a, a luncheon for the President's Council on Hiring Persons with Disabilities. Uh, which, by the way, the president never showed. <laughs> oh, God. And, uh, I, I must have used the word handicap weight many times because this lady, she was on wrist crutches and she was elegantly dressed. And she said, Jeffrey, if you're going to make it in this industry, and I looked at her and said, industry, Mary? I said, we're manufacturing handicapped people. <laughs> and she looked at me funny and she said, if you're going to make it in this movement, You've got to learn the proper terminology. I said, fair enough. What is the proper terminology? She said, well, 
disabled. I said, but Mary, I'm not. Disabled suggests that I am not abled. Let's see. I, I travel thousands of miles a year. I sing on stages all over the world. I am married. I have children. I said, what part of my life is disabled? She said, well, what about physically challenged? I said, aren't we all? Exactly. You go to the top floor of this hotel, open a window, step out on the ledge, jump off the ledge and flap your arms as fast as you can, and you will find a physical challenge you cannot meet or beat. So Funny thing true. about it was, I don't think I was invited back. <laughs> but well, you made is, your point. I'll tell you that right now. Yeah, but that's the point. And the, the fourth and final thing, because I, I know we're running up against time and I want to get this in because it's important. Not only do you have to know that, that you have limits and that you know what you stand for. When you stand for something, by the way, I'll tell you this. My father told me once a long time ago that a man who will believe anything will fall for everything. So you got to know what you believe and you got to know how far you'll go and how far you won't go. That takes me to the last point. The last point is, what kind of a mark do you want to leave behind for having been here? Remember the prisoner? Yes. Well, in the prison in Manchester, England, well, I went back five years later. And while the guys were setting up sound, I asked the chaplain, I said, what happened, whatever happened to that? gentleman and I point, nodded my head in the direction of the seat and she smiled at me. She said, you don't know the story, do you? I said, no. She said, after you left, he went down to the common room and with a bunch of guys, he talked about this little man with no arms that changed his life and he made a commitment to faith. She said, and you are a big part of that, but that's not the best part of the story. I said, okay. She said he had eight weeks left on his sentence. She said that entire eight weeks, all he talked about, other than what he was required by the prison, all he talked about was his newfound faith and the little man with no arms that changed his life. She said, but that's not the best part of the story. I said, Jillian, how does it get any better? And she said, she said, when he left the prison, she said, shortly after he went back to Nigeria, and I learned that he became a pastor. Wow. What kind of a mark wow. will you leave behind for having been here? I told you uh, earlier that I had done a series of schools in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Yeah. About two weeks after I did that school, I did one of the schools, I got a letter in the mail from a lady who said, Mr. Steinberg, you sang at this and such a church and spoke. She said, I need to tell you the story behind that. You sang at this and such a school earlier that day, and my son was in the audience. He was about 14 years old. She said, what my son didn't know at the time was that his father and I had a terrible fight that, that morning after he left for school. I was in tears for most of the day, and toward the afternoon, 
I went to the hall closet, unlocked it, took out a revolver, and was looking at it, thinking I was going to kill myself. I was so distraught. I heard the school bus pull up, and I locked the gun in the closet, and my son came bounding into the house. And all he talked about was there was this man, a little man with no arms, and he and he talked to us, and he made us laugh, and he made us think about life and our abilities and, and what we're going to be. And she said, Mom, he's going to be at a church in the area, and can we go? She said, to be perfectly honest with you, I didn't want to go hear anybody who was, in my opinion, physically in worse condition than I was. I didn't want anything to mess up my pity party. She said, but he wouldn't give in. So we went, and he dragged me to the second row on the center aisle. And from the minute you walked on stage, you looked me in the eye. And she said, your eyes bore into my soul, and you touched my heart, and you saved my life, and I wanted to thank you. We can make a difference, folks. All that I can be, I can be. All that I can be, must be. All that I can be, I choose to be, because you've got to want it bad enough not to care what anybody thinks. That goes with your passion. And all that I can be, I shall be. That's when you get up off the couch and you make a difference. That's when you pick up the phone and you make the call. Um, you know, I need to know who I am. I need to know why I'm here. I need to know what I stand for. And I need to know what kind of a mark I can leave behind. And, and the truth of the matter is, I may never completely know until I, until I, my life ends. I will never, I may never know all the lives that I have touched because I was different. I was a masterpiece in progress. I wasn't like everybody else. Don't try to be like everybody else. Try to be the best part of who you are and let the world see the masterpiece God made you to be. And it will make a difference in the lives of the people you touch. Absolutely. It's so true. That story about the, the guy in prison when you first met him and, you know, he was, you know, at that point, probably very angry, had a lot of issues in his life, more or less of the time was operating out of his false self and maybe living a life what he thought he was, but he really wasn't. And by you being an example, like we all can be for other people coming from our true purpose, that can be a pivot towards positive change for someone to transform their life. And that's the gift, I, you know, the message that I'm getting from you, Jeff, that we're all masterpieces in progress. All. We're all here to help one another, serve one another, and, and be the example, not pleasing people, but empowering them to find their own way. And that's the best part, Chris, because we can, we can invade the space of, of somebody else by putting our arms around them and holding them and letting them cry. Or we can put our, or, or, or take them you know, in hand and help them to succeed. And by helping them succeed, we succeed. By making a difference and having a positive influence on the lives of people, but don't be afraid to step in and say, you've got something special. 
and I want to help you make it to the top to be the best you you can be. Uh, powerful, powerful. Jeff, I want to thank you for all the words of wisdom you've shared today. I want to let the listeners know and those that will be tuning in later on demand, what are you up to right now? Where can people find you? And wanted to give you this time to give that information to them. They can visit me on my website, uh, jeffsteinberg.net. That's J-E-F-F-S-T-E-I-N-B-E-R-G, like the iceberg, jeffsteinberg.net. And that's for corporate and conventions and public schools and those types of events. They can also visit me if they're part of a ministry organization at tinygiant.net. Dot com, and that's one giant, that's tinygiant.com. I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on Twitter at tgiant1, and I'm on Instagram. And uh, I have a book that is my life story that you, can, that you can buy. It's my autobiography called Masterpiece in Progress. It tells the whole story of Jeff Steinberg, the good, the bad, and the ugly. You'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll be glad, you'll get mad. Buy the book, Don't Wait for the Movie. We're having a hard time getting Tom Cruise to agree to let me cut his arms off to play the lead. The book is uh, <laughs> available on our website. The, uh, the book is uh, um, it's also available on Kindle and iBooks, and it is available in audio on, from our website and a nine-disc CD, and it's also available on audible.com. All of my music is available on iTunes, and all of your favorite downloads, uh, just pull up Tiny yep. Giant, uh, Jeff Steinberg. Um, Great. I'm told that Neil Diamond sounds like me. Yep. Um, and uh, I, I met him once, and I said, people tell me I sound like you. Has anybody ever told you you sound like me? And there's a look of <laughs> panic in his eyes, and he said, no, not that I can yep. recall. And all I could think of was get a life, Neil. Rent one. <laughs> Well, Jeff, um, Jeff, this is a powerful. I want to thank you again for joining us. Your message was so powerful, and I cannot wait uh, for those that maybe did not weren't able to listen uh, live that will be listening later. This is a so, this is a, 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 a an episode that you want to listen over and over again, folks, to find out truly who you are. Again, Jeff, I want to thank you for joining us today, and it was a pleasure to have you. And we will be back next Wednesday on sustainable success. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Wednesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.